Welcome to the Gorilla Social Work Podcast, your refuge for unfiltered ear hustle about the gritty realities of forensic social work. No posturing, no hidden agendas, just evidence-driven discussions. What's good, Gorilla Social Workers? Gear up for another intoxicating banter cast with your hosts, Jeff, Freckle Farmer Moore, and yours truly, Mace Warren. Jeff and I are both forensic psychotherapists that specialize in rehabilitating the rogues of our society. We love sharing our misguided musings with all of you, and we thank you so much for your ongoing listenership. Today, we're discussing an investigation being conducted by the British police over an alleged sexual assault of a 16-year-old girl in the metaverse. We discuss the implications of immersive online interaction, potential for such behavior to manifest in the real world, and review some research that may support our understandings. Today's five-star rating is brought to you by Urinal. That's spelled Y-O-U-R-I-N-A-L. Do you find yourself stuck in a situation where nature calls, but there's no bathroom in sight? Well, fear no more. Introducing Urinal, the revolutionary portable urinal that gives you the freedom to go anytime, anywhere. Picture this, you're on a road trip, trip traveling unlawfully to take the life of your astronaut's lover, and nature decides to play its little game. Well, don't panic, just reach for Urinal, the eco-friendly urinal that attaches to your belt like a trusty sidekick. It's discreet, convenient, and oh, so liberating. The best part? You'll be helping the environment while answering nature's call. Urinal is made from recycled hamsters and is perfect companion for the eco-conscious explorer. Order now and we'll throw in a limited edition P-Sistance badge because when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade or in this case, lemonade colored urinal contributions? Well, so don't let your bathroom break slow you down. Grab urinal, zip up, and take on the world with confidence. Because remember, with urinal, the world is your bathroom. And now, on with the show. Rolling in the metaverse. <laughs> the metaverse. It's such a w- dumb and weird name. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I worth, Thanks, Zuckerberg. But also worth a gajillion dollars. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. you got to talk shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> Guess it's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> Dude, I was, uh, I, I uh, we did something right on our last, uh, at least on our last YouTube, because mm. um, there was uh, a, a ton of additional views compared to last time. I don't know what we did. We need to be, um, I know we were kind of talking about just making these a little bit shorter, but one thing we need to, I always think we should do. You ever watched like, um, any like popular YouTubers that talk about what they're about to do, you know, or anything like that. What they're about to do. Yeah. Like, uh, like you ever watch Mr. Beast or any of those type things? I've seen Mr. Beast. (laughs) I just love how, how like, Everything, everything is like super like hyped about what they're about to do. Oh yeah. They're like, they really deliver. Yeah. They're like, the, uh, we didn't have any food. 
So we had to go to the drive-thru and get some food. They were yeah. like, <laughs> like that's Take the beginning. Of, yeah. Three notches. And, and the, yeah. and the, and the, like the music's playing in the background. And there's like all these like sound effects, but kids are like, Whoa, yeah. dude, they didn't have any food. <laughs> Flashing graphics and like Chirons. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. We decided to cook French fries, but we didn't have ketchup. So we had to go to Smith's and buy some ketchup. <laughs> that's a yeah, that's like 50 all, million yeah. views yeah. Well, you are enthusiastic yeah, wow okay yeah. cool man yeah. <laughs> yeah some of those some of those i i i mean there's obviously an algorithm to it and uh for two therapists that specialize in working with like sex offenders and we're gonna talk about some weird <laughs> clinical shit yeah. you ready mates yeah. <laughs> dude i like i like that that sounded that sounded like a wrestler yeah. <laughs> Little Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ready, brother? <laughs> Dude, did you hear recently? There's a, there a news article. It's not about this, but um, did you hear that uh, some gal, she like got into a car accident recently and um, and Hulk Hogan uh, was there with another person. Hulk Hogan saved her. Oh, no shit. Really? Yeah. So Hulk Hogan. Awesome. Stabbed an airbag with uh, with his pen and popped it and pulled her out. But dude, the best part about it was his his. I love it. I love it when wrestlers like wear wrestling shit unironically in the community. So he's wearing a do rag and an NWO shirt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not just a character he no, plays. That's no, he is Hulk no, Hogan no, everywhere. Yeah, it would be so, dude. If I got into an accident, there was a rollover, and I flipped yeah. my car. Yeah, and Hulk Hogan and the NWO. <laughs> Came to, I'd be like, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm dead. <laughs> this is like, this is, and this is heaven. Weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or hell. Yeah. Either one. I mean. <laughs> hey, Hulk. Am I in heaven? <laughs> yeah, but, but that's, yeah, that was so weird, yeah, man. Is. So. Yeah. How surreal. Uh, I know. I know. But yeah, time for another story. But yep. so uh, I, I was, uh, I saw this and this was, you know, as I, as I did a, so today we're just going to go over this thing that we saw. I was kind of, I guess it's consistent with what we do, although. I don't know if we'll ever cross paths with this. I suppose as time goes on, it's going to get bigger and bigger. But so there was a, uh, a report about a rape in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the meta and the metaverse is, uh, I've never been there. Um, I mean, I, I have a, an Oculus that I play video games on, but I've never interacted with anybody else on there. So, and I'm guessing you haven't, I have not. No, no, never. Why not? You don't have any virtual reality stuff. You know, I, <laughs> When the Oculus first came out, I actually had a client bring me a headset and wait, give you one? No, no, no. He, oh, I was he brought say, his headset damn. to session. Oh, okay. We messing around with this. Yeah. So like I this is twenty fourteen. Oh, okay. So real It's real. gotten a little bit better since yeah. then. So yeah. it, I mean it's pretty I mean, there there's some fun games on there. Um I've never interacted on there. I know a friend of ours said he's able to go in there and people bootleg movies and then they upload it into like this virtual Oh, and you can go watch it. Movie theater. <laughs> Yeah, movie theater, though. Although, dude, it's hilarious because I love how people are just people, whether they're virtual or not. So um, and and that virtual thing, we've talked about this, like it gives you a buffer. (laughs) It's just it's just like if you're texting somebody, you know how you normally say things through a text message you never would say in person to to another person. It's that layer removed. Right, right. So it it removes a lot of the I guess the the social um, impacts or the social like consequences that you deal with when when saying things to people's face. But he it's on steroids in there, though. He was like in there trying to watch a movie. And of course, people come up in front of him and dance and get in his face and throw popcorn. Man. <laughs> He's like, so he has to like block him so he can't see him and everything. So what's, what's hit? And this will help 
understanding the thing we're going to talk about, but like, what's his experience of it? So is he like, so he's watching the movie and is it, would it look just like you stood in front of me and started no. dancing? No, 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 no. it's not that advanced. Um, you know, uh, those Lego Duplo, uh, characters. Yeah. Okay. That's what they that look style like. Of animation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like a head and like a little body and they don't even have legs and there's, so arms. it doesn't look real at all. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, y- you can, uh, you can you you can uh is it like a Wii like a Wii character like Nintendo Wii kind of like head? that yeah maybe not even as advanced as that no. like and you can customize your character a little bit you know to kind of make it look like you but no more than like if you were on your your smartphone and you know how they have those characters that you mm-hmm. can kind of customize yeah. to make them look like you yeah um that, like that's that. kind of what they look All like right. yeah so but anyway so I, I thought this was kind of <laughs> I don't know what the word is for it but um but yeah we so this was a uh, this was from, let's see, W-I-O-N. This is some English news. Because this this actually came out in, so what was weird about this is I looked into it and the the article, the original article on this was published back in 2022. Um, and I saw it in the New York Post. And it didn't get a whole lot of attention, but now it's being investigated since then. So So this had been reported. But then now the UK is investigating it because the victim uh, in this or alleged victim, I should say, um, re- reported that back then. And then now it's being investigated. So okay. um, I have a little little uh, clip here for us to watch. And uh, I don't think we're going to run into the same technical issues that we did last time. Thank you, you saved it. Considering what we what we were dealing with, the editing, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It, it it turned out better than I thought it was going to. Honestly, uh, yeah. I wasn't optimistic. We'll say, after, we'll say yeah, turned out better than we thought. All right, here's I don't know what this lady's name is, but she got a really nice accent. So let's see what she has to say. Meanwhile, the UK police are investigating the gang rape case of a 16 year old in the metaverse. It is believed to be the first time a virtual sexual offense is being investigated by the police. As per reports, the victim was wearing a virtual reality headset in an immersive game when her avatar, an animated representation of her, was gang raped by several male avatars. Although the girl did not sustain any physical injury during the attack, the investigating officer said that the victim had suffered the same emotional and psychological trauma as a rape victim in the real world. As of now, it remains unclear which game the teenage girl was playing at the time of the alleged offence. The probe, however, has raised many questions. Questions about whether the police should be pursuing virtual offences. That is given the fact that in the real world, police and prosecutors are currently struggling with an enormous backlog of rape cases. Experts also believe that it might be impossible to prosecute the perpetrators under existing laws that define sexual assault in physical terms. The UK Home Secretary James Cleverly has defended the virtual reality rape probe saying, and I quote, it's worth realizing that somebody who is willing to put a child through a trauma like that digitally may well be someone that would go on to do terrible things in the physical realm. Do note that prosecuting the perpetrators in this case might be an uphill task as per the existing law sexual assault is defined as a physical touch in a sexual manner without consent weird pause right here then she starts talking again beyond world is one is now yeah it was the end of the clip so yeah there's a lot there's a lot going into that a lot of little i mean so i don't know i mean initial impressions on that what do you think it's a brave new world. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Like I I 
So this was this was a sixteen year old girl. Yeah. That this happened mm-hmm. to. Okay. So I have more questions than anything. And I don't I don't know if there are things that you would even have an answer for. I mean you you've you've kinda now after watching that video, I mm-hmm. have a better idea of the I guess what the experience might look like. So first and foremost, I my I wanna separate my reaction to my questions from the specific case we're talking about here. I don't mm-hmm. want to like, I don't want to downplay or minimize anything that this girl's going through or what her experience was. And so I'm and my questions aren't talking about her specifically, but like, I don't, I don't understand the logistics of it. When we say, when we say, I don't want to get crude here, but when we're saying rape, like what is actually being depicted? Like to what degree mm-hmm. is it? I, I, as I was headed, like I, I looked up five or six videos on the, before you and I started recording and I couldn't find anything on it. And then the the part I wanted to really pick your brain on is, is like the ethical implications of what constitutes a person. Uh, so as far as like a breach of physical boundaries Mm -hmm. and, uh, also like, how do we, how, I don't know, how are we defining these things? How are we defining rape and sexual assault? And I don't know, it's, it's, there, I, I have a lot of questions in that area. But well, I mean, so I think she did a pretty good job of clarifying that, that any prosecution of this uh, would be an uphill battle. I mean, it, it sounds like it wouldn't be too difficult to find the, the, quote unquote perpetrators that, that right. were involved in this. Right. Um, but whether or not a crime had occurred is, is what's in question. There's a lot, I know it on the, the guardian did um, an article on this, which very similar to what she just reported. Although they did report on the New York post because the New York post had a lot of comments basically saying that um, I, I mean, just basically talking shit on the victim in this case, mm. you know, uh, that why are the police re- wasting their time on this when they could be investigating, um, you know, real sexual assault cases um, and, uh, you know, people just say obvious things like, well, why don't you just take your headset off or something like that? Now, the thing I, the thing I think that so whether or not. You know, I don't I don't think the issue is the severity of what happened in this circumstance. Right. And I don't know who that I don't know what her experience was like. Who am I to say she's right or wrong? It's not really up to me. What I will say, though, is I think this opens the door to some some new um, frontiers as far as what happens virtually, because when she quoted the prosecutor in that situation, that was what got me curious a little bit, because he said if somebody's willing to do this in the virtual world, um, that makes it more likely for them to do that in the, in the physical world. So in other words, like, um, he, he's concerned with their behaviors manifesting beyond the virtual world and then them actually sexually assaulting somebody in the physical world, which I mean, maybe you can draw a straight line to that or not. I don't, I don't know. sounds like there's a lot of in between pieces that would happen in between them. But I think that, I mean, is something that logically people can kind of put together and say, yeah, that that could be possible. I just don't know to what degree. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of cases where people have been online and they just said crazy shit, right? Like 
all kinds of crazy stuff. They never did anything though. Mm. They just said all kinds of crazy stuff. I, I don't know. Um, and I'm not talking like racial stuff. I'm talking about like just weird sexual stuff. And they're just trying to say stuff to get it right. People yeah. or whatever. It's not illegal. You know what I mean? There's nothing illegal about just saying something weird or freaky. So, and this is, this is taking an action that you could just, document in a text but instead now you're acting it out in kind of a physical avatar it's not even physical it's like a virtual avatar and that's so i think that's where people are getting concerned but so the people clearly had the idea of sexual assault on their mind they were thinking about it but whether they actually did anything i mean in reality that's that's kind of what's in question yeah yeah um well and i have the video of it too we might have to jump into that in a sec. Like, <laughs> yeah. like other the, areas I the want actual yeah. sexual assault. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 And I guess that'll answer some of, what... should we check it out? Yeah. Let's, okay. let's, let's watch this. And now, now I'm going to prepare you by the way, anybody watching this, uh, this is very underwhelming. Okay. In terms of content, there's not, if you're it's like, waiting, explicit. no, there's nothing explicit about it. Um, I don't <clears> even <throat> think there's a swear word involved. So I, I, I'm just saying for the sake of, if you're about to turn off, you know, you don't, you don't need to. So here's kind of the, here's kind of the, the first little piece of this here. Um, and let me go ahead and <laughs> I love, <laughs> you really were working to make swag daddy work swag. So that'd have been D-A-D-D-D-Y-Y-Y. And of course you got to cap it off with six, a nine. six, nine, six, nine. There've been several other swag daddies with less D's <laughs> and Y's, huh? <laughs> I did luck out with my email though. I got Mace Warren at gmail.com. That's pretty. You're going to get a bunch of emails now. Yeah, from well, all our, all our, no, our hordes yeah, of listeners, 10 people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so here is the this is 28 seconds. So here's okay. the whole thing. And that is all she wrote. So what the hell is I even watch, man? That, well, yeah, that was okay. So, I mean, well, obviously this was from, this was from the uh, victim's perspective. This, this is what they were seeing. So it looked like the guy that was on the right was obviously the one that was uh, doing the sexual assault and the other one was participating. Um, so saying free show. Yeah. It, but I think what you, and, and, there was probably context that we're missing there, you know, uh, leading up to that. There has to be. Um, but what I will say is, is that that's essentially the quality that you're getting in the metaverse right now in okay. terms of the, in terms of the avatars. There's like, there's not, cause I was, I was thinking, okay, you know, how is like rape even a possibility in wondering. the metaverse? Like, is there a button for that? Like, and if so, <laughs> and who, who programmed who, that? Yeah, who who progr- built that yeah, button? Right. So obviously not. Um, there was clear motions that were happening that, that would indicate something sexual in nature. But I mean, you saw the quality of the avatars. I mean, it's nothing. So now again, I'm not, I'm not minimizing that and saying that that wasn't traumatizing or it was what I am saying is that's about as 
bad as it's going to get, at least for right now. But we can we can only say it's only going to get better or better quality. That honestly answers a lot of what I was asking is as far as like what actually occurred. So that does help. There is. Um, I mean, you're the you got the criminal justice background, actus reus and mens reus. You know, I, I like for a crime to occur, there has to be bad action. And then also you have to show intent or bad, you know, bad mind or uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. And so, like, to your point, you know, if when you're when you're well, playing a video game, you said you talked about being online and all the wild shit people say to each other online. Um but then like also with a video game, like to what degree am I responsible for my behaviors in like, you know, a, a, a video game, which is what this feels like. This is, this is becoming something different, the metaverse. Yeah. And so it's, it's, but my reference point is video games. My reference point is playing grand theft auto and just killing people wantonly. Something I would never do in real life. Well, and I think in grand theft auto, I think you can, you can you can do everything. sexually assault somebody right. in there, can't you? Right. I, I think you can like kill prostitutes. Well, right, know. right, right, right. And I mean, well, I mean, yeah, other can games. Can you sexually? I don't know. Maybe. I've never. I've never. I played Grand Theft Auto when it first came out, and I haven't played it again. But I, I'm. I just think about like other things. I mean, I play video games every now and then, and I mean, they can get really violent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, this this is a little bit. I I think the the difference here is. There was somebody else on the other end of this. This isn't just, you know, uh, a, a part of the game. You know what I mean? So Compared to like Halo, then where you can play with multiple people. Sure. And, you know, that's like a the, the objects to kill each other. Sure. You know, um, the I, I, I don't know where the, you know, it's clear that that's a video game. The avatars aren't actually avatars. You're, you're a warrior or something, whereas this is supposed to be a representation of of you. Um. So yeah, it, that like I don't know that that part gets gets tricky for me. Yeah, well, so to me, I guess the biggest worry on this is as this as this technology advances, um, uh, something that's come up a lot that we've been asked about is okay. Well, so again, whoever's watching this or listening to this can have an opinion on on what we just watched and listened to. Um, and you can, in your own mind, determine how serious it is or not. Mm -hmm. What I would say though, is something that we've been talking about for a while. And this comes down to a lot of our clients that have internet based offenses and particularly those with child pornography, right? Because in the past, like, you know, a lot of people have, have started talking about, well, especially if they're like, um, an exclusive pedophile, you know, not, or not offending exclusive pedophile or something like that. Right. And um, so, in other words, they're only attracted to prepubescent children. It's their only known sexual attraction. Um, <clears throat> of course, we don't want them sexually offending on actual children, right? Um, and in the past, how many? Think about how many clients we've worked with, and their their excuse essentially is that, well, I I didn't produce those pictures, I didn't produce those images or those videos. Those videos existed without anything that I've done. Right. I, this may as well have been trash on the street that I picked it, picked up. We hear that a lot. Right. And, uh, and our counter to that, that we always talk to clients is, well, yes, you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't produce it. You didn't, you weren't part of the, the actual, um, harm that was done to the client in in that moment. And, And I, I have had therapists go as far to say, if you're watching that, then you may as well have been in the room sexually assaulting that, that's 
to me, that's a little bit much. I think that's, that's asking, I mean, a client, we could tell a client that that's what they need to believe. And they'll tell us that's what they believe because they don't want to, I mean, they want to, they don't want to get in trouble for not agreeing with us, but I don't think they believe that. So I think an easier pitch to help them take accountability for this is, um, well, it's, it's just like anything, right? Uh, the only reason that UFC exists or, or even a better example is that you watch any of that slap fighting. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason slap fighting exists, which I don't know, 10 years ago, you'd think is preposterous, uh, is because there's a market for it because people are watching it and people are paying to watch it. Right. If people weren't watching it, it would dissolve pretty quickly. Right now, however many millions of people watch slap fighting, um, if you don't like it, then, you know, whatever. But if, you know, if it's on there, then you have to, you have to take accountability for that and say, well, I'm a drop in a bucket of a bunch of people who watch slap fighting, but I, I do have to be responsible for that drop. And, you know, I am part of a market that exists that calls for that product. Same thing goes for child pornography. Yes, you're not the only person that views child pornography, but you you have contributed to a market that allowed for that to exist. And that that market never existed, then people it, wouldn't be uploading it and producing it. Well, right, because what would be the what what would be the point of the risk? What's no the incentive. incentive for and and all human behavior is driven right. by incentive? So yep. there's no incentive to do that. It just elevates the crime that's already occurring. So. Yeah. But people have in the past, even therapists we've worked with have tried to hack the system and they've said what, and even our clients, like I've had clients draw pictures of children, right? Uh Explicit pictures of children. Um, Or, or they go and get a people magazine and go to like uh, the star, the kids stars or something like, or no, yeah. Stars kids section. And, you know, use those for purposes of masturbation. Um, and, and so the question has come up, well, what's the harm then if, you know, you have a cartoon or a virtual image and, you know, obviously with like AI and everything now, it can get pretty advanced and realistic. So essentially nobody's been harmed. It, it's, it's not even, it's not even a real, uh, child talking or, or this is all computer generated. So in your, right now we're talking about like, not, not like a metaverse avatar. We're talking about like images. Right. Okay. But, but this, that's kind of the hack that other people have proposed that, well, why not? Okay. So it, we don't want to offending on real people. So why not just let them watch something that's completely computer generated and has nothing to do. Nobody's been hurt. So what do you think about that? Like, what's your thoughts on that one? It's well, I mean, a little bit about the point you brought up a minute ago is, is maybe that it maybe decreases some of those, you know, the, the natural inhibitions. If you're, if you're engaging in that pretty soon, the, your ability to be satiated from masturbating to CGI child pornography, child sexual abuse, um, no longer, no longer gives you the same the same jolt, the same level of arousal and, you know, potentially then look to step it up a notch. Yeah. The one thing that, so I've always thought about like this, every client that I've worked with that has like viewed illegal images online. Right. And specifically child pornography, the one they've never, I've never had a client that started there. Nope. And you know, in other words, they just Google child pornography. I mean, that'd be foolish anyway, but 
it never starts there. It's always legal pornography that that you know they're using obviously for purposes of masturbation. They're not watching for the plot. Um and uh and I think more more than anything they have a compulsive component to their to their personality. And um and after a while like you said it just gets kind of boring and it no longer satiates whatever the desire is at this point. And then over time, whatever their search history is changes. They're looking at different things and eventually starts to get into this dark realm that you're skirting the lines and eventually crosses the barrier into being illegal. Okay. And then I've had so many clients tell me initially they weren't really attracted to the images, but they were more so aroused by the risk associated with what they were doing. Yep. And, and then over time they became aroused to the images and videos that they were looking at. Right. Often we hear that. And, and, you know, as anecdotal as that is, I'm just saying that that um, I I don't know if that's just organic that somebody just starts looking at child pornography. I mean, I'd I'd be curious to see if ever there was a case that things started there and ended there. Uh, I just to throw out the anomaly, I did have a guy that he started looking at uh, like child pornography. Um, when he was like 14, he was looking for girls that looked like the girls in his class. Oh, okay. Well, that would, and that would follow different, right? It'd be age appropriate, I guess. I mean, well, so then the question is, okay, so if you're looking at those things and you do have that compulsive component, at what point are you now going to, is the child pornography that you're viewing going to follow suit with everything else that you've been viewing? So now I've been masturbating child pornography for however long. Um, don't clip that, by the way, anybody. <laughs> um, so the clients have been or whoever has been masturbating child pornography. And then this no longer satiates them and then actualizes into the real world. Right. That That's the biggest concern. Right. And so if you start adding that component to the to something like the metaverse, where now um, it's not just realistic because I'm looking at a CGI, you know, really advanced image on a screen. Now I'm immersed in something that consumes every piece that I can see and I can interact with it to some degree, uh, which makes it, you know, much more realistic. And is that the next step? And then after that, when does that end? Right. So fortunately, I pulled up some some research on this um, that should kind of help us. I mean, this was probably the most relevant article that I looked at. Um, I won't read the whole thing, but it, this is a uh, contact sexual offending by men with online sexual offenses. Cito. Lead, yeah. Lead author was Cito and then Carl Hansen and Kelly. You guessed that last name. Abchishin. Got it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I kind of summarized it. And so the abstract kind of says this study looked at whether people who engage in online sexual offenses especially involving child pornography are like are likely to also commit physical offenses offline. The researchers found that about one in eight online offenders, 12% had a known history of physically contacting victim at the time of their online offense. In other words, they already had a contact victim when they, when their online crime occurred. Huh. Additionally, around 55% of online offenders admitted to a physical contact offense in self-report studies. So that's, more than 12%, wow. obviously. Okay. In terms of future actions, the study found that 4.6 of online offenders committed some form of sexual offense during a follow-up period of 1.5 to 6 years. So that's, I mean, 
pretty low and consistent with, I, I would say, our, our just r- contact offense guys who come in and, and work with us. 4.6 reoffense rate. And this is a, this is a, a sexual offense, not um, any type of new crime or violation. So um, contrary to popular belief, uh, once you've gone through treatment or you've been punished, the recidivism rate is actually really low for a new sex crime. Um, out of this group, 2.0%. Committed physical contact sexual offenses, 3.4% committed a new child pornography offense, which was kind of surprising to me. I feel like like a lot of my uh, clients in the past have been convicted of child pornography. I feel like they reoffend all the time by looking at new images. Don't Probably you get the that? most frequently. I mean, yeah. I, again, anecdotal, but I'm saying. That, it's, it's what it seems. That's compared surprising. to like contact sexual reoffenses. Mm-hmm. No, it seems like. Oh yeah. Try, like, yeah. Yeah. By, by a large, and maybe margin. it just turns into a violation, but, um, and, uh, and that charges it, too. Yeah. Uh, it does yeah, happen. Yeah. The overall conclusion suggests that there might be a subgroup of online only offenders with a relatively low risk of committing physical contact, sexual offenses. Right. So, um, so yeah, so that, that's kind of the, the abstract that they gave us. I mean, I don't know how much more we want to go into that. So the research, uh, at least in terms of known offenses, um, that, is that there's 12, about 12% of individuals who have, uh, you know, some sort of child pornography offense also have a contact offense. 12% but, that have both, right? But it's known. It's known right. crimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the self-reports, which is, I think that, I, I don't know if that's more telling or more relevant, 55% of them, so more than half had contact offenses outside of their child pornography offense. So when 12% being known, that's like known to the law? But, yeah. But, okay. And, yeah, and, and there's it. clearly no research at all about guys who rape somebody in the metaverse that then actually rape somebody in the real world. Because as far as I can tell, we have one case, which is last time I checked, not a good end size. You, you know, just to kind of follow up on that, because again, you know, that we, we got to talking about this with the, the girl in the story, the 16 year old. Um, so just to say there are laws on the books that prevent or that are, that will punish people for being sexually aggressive, making threats, sexual threats online. Yeah, we Th- covered those that ex- in those the, exist. Yeah. We covered that in the, um, the, the, what the one episode that focused on uh revenge porn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I feel like there's a, uh, laws are going to have to change as this stuff gets more and more real. But like, as of right now, um, sexual bullying, harassment, threats, uh, those types of things are already illegal. Yeah. And this is what I'd say. So, um, I mean, (laughs) it's, it's just like, uh, I don't know. We, do you, it's just like, okay, if you're going to allow shenanigans, shenanigans are going to happen. I mean, um, you and I, you and I went to a concert one time, and uh, we were with our buddies and, you know, we're a bunch of idiots. And uh, on on this at this concert, there was a screen that um, people could text message and, and throw stuff up there. OK. Uh-huh. Um, and they gave us a number that said you and, and people could put anything that they wanted on there. Just text the number and it would post. And everybody could see what was on and, this scroll. Right. And so it was really cool. Now, my immediate thought Maybe because I was a jerk back then. I don't know if that wore off or not. But <laughs> my immediate thought was, 
how dare you give me that power? (laughs) (laughs) So immediately I just said a bunch of crazy stuff, you know, I think all of us did. Yeah. Um, they turned it off, <laughs> which I'm like, well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. F-A-F-O, what were dude. you thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, he's gonna, what do you think is going to happen? So yeah. I think, uh, again, you know, I, you guys can have whatever opinion you want about, um, the alleged victim in this case. What I'd say is I think this gives insight to meta about the potential for something like this happening. Right. So they need to remove the rape button as soon as possible. Yeah. Okay? yeah. Um, but, but really I think. You can you can put safeguards in place for something like this. There is there the, are the, the bubble thing. Yeah, you can put so you can't view things and stuff like that. And the protective bubble. Yeah, and I and I think you know I even I have there's games that that my kids play on. Um, you know, like a, a good example is a game called like Roblox. You ever heard of it? Yeah. Okay. So they just play Roblox and like my daughter's super cute. She plays a game called speed draw. And so they'll say flower and then, you know, everybody has to draw flowers fast as they can. They got like two minutes and then everybody who's in there votes inevitably somebody draws a dick. Right. And then they have a report button too, where you can report that, which I assume there's probably some feature like that as well. But I, no matter what, I think beyond whatever exists now, additional safeguards would have to be put into place to avoid something happening like this. Because if you just allow people to do whatever they want, then stuff like this is going to happen. I mean, it is, it is kind of weird too. And and that's the other thing. Um, I mean, working with clients that, that we work with or clients in general, whatever was happening in that, the, Biggest thing was I saw a bunch of a couple of other people in the background. I'm just like, what is happening in here? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know why I would ever be compelled to put that on and then go and do like go. Talk. I mean, it, it, it just seems I don't get it either. But I, I guess don't we don't have. I'm to. a 42 year old. Yeah, dude, I was gonna so say, yeah, what, what do I know? You know, I'm not. I'm not knocking. I'm saying it does I'm also. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also does yeah. <clears throat> add to that buffer because even text messages now. I would say also encouragement to have real conversations with other people is super helpful for avoiding crap like that. Cause you just wouldn't like that's the, a big buffer between reality. Right. Yeah. In, in, inhibitions are a good thing, but they're not activated unless they're in the right context. And so you take that context away and then, yeah, people do crazy stuff. Of course, you know what I mean? So right. I'm, not, I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying that's this the reality of this. Yeah. And, and if you want to, and if you don't want that to happen, then to some degree you need to control for that. Right. So, um, so uh, I don't know. I, I think as it, as it advances, Meta probably is going to pay attention to it. I, I'm going to follow up because I'm kind of curious if there's going to be any type of criminal prosecution or anything like that. Because if they're investigating it, that, that there's I would only- love to see that based on the whole <laughs> like the kind of the legal precedent and what a body is, what a mind yeah, is, what, yeah. what a like what counts as. Well, we'll keep our viewers yeah, updated. Right. So. Okay, is that what we have to say on this? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we'll. Uh, I think as we shorten these we can probably put out content a little bit quicker too, like faster content, less, less time in the episodes. Tell us what you think. Okay. Thanks everybody. And that about does it for this episode of the gorilla social work podcast. If you enjoyed any bit of this nonsense, please subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, and share with a friend. We'd like to stay and chat longer, but we're lying. Good night.